When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey guys, so what is Thrivehood, you might ask? Well, that's a good question. I'd say it's a relevant life roadmap for young men out there who want to thrive as they're maturing boldly into manhood. From the very serious to the silly, I chat about a wide variety of relatable topics that both challenge and motivate you to do what needs to be done now so you can become who you want to be later. I'm Tim Williams, and this is Thrivehood. Hey guys, welcome into this special additional episode this week. I had pondered whether or not to bring this to you because as you well know, if you listen to many of my episodes, I don't get into the political arena and discussions and I don't talk about race and social issues and injustice and that there's enough forums out there that speak on that. And if, if that's your if that's your deal, then, you know, go at it. But something happened with the war that has broken out in Ukraine. And I'll set this up here in a second. But something has happened. Something took place that just begged for me to speak on for a couple of minutes. I want to make a few points as it relates to this and something that I think is very relatable to you young men out there. So if you're not aware, I would assume you are, but if you're not aware, Vladimir Putin, who is the leader of Russia, decided to invade Ukraine. Ukraine, the leader of Ukraine is Vladimir Zelensky. I hope I'm getting those names right. And it was unprovoked. There was no grounds for it whatsoever. Russia just decided to invade Ukraine. And from for all intents and purposes, they are trying to take over. There is all kinds of speculation out there as to why, you know, he's he's a madman. It's a power grab. It's a land grab. There's a lot of resources maybe in Kiev and some other cities in Ukraine that maybe he could utilize for his own country. From what I understand, you know, Russia isn't in all the best position right now and their economy is not thriving. And maybe that's the reason there's other ideas that suggest that he is wanting to resurrect the old Soviet Union and the communism that that supports. And one way to do that is to bring Ukraine back into Russia. At one point, Ukraine was part of Russia. But regardless of all of the the ideas of surrounding as to why, I'm not so interested in that. What got my attention was about four or five days ago, roughly four or five days ago, the United States had sent out a plea to Zelensky and said, hey, look, we will 
send an evacuation team and get you out of the um, the city of Kiev. That's where he is. He is at. As far as I know, that's where he still is as as of this recording. And this was his response. And I want you to hear this. The fight is here. I need ammunition, not a ride. I want to say that again. He said, the fight is here. I need ammunition, not a ride. There are some takeaways that I want to highlight as it relates to this. The first one is this. When you put yourself out there and tell the people that are following you, that are entrusting you in leadership, whether it's a country or an organization, or you're just volunteering and you're the leader of that, or it's a team at your at your job and you're leading a, a project, whatever, whether it's regardless of the intensity of it. If you put yourself out there and say to the team members, those that are following you, I will go wherever you go. I will go as far as any one of you will go. I will take this to the extreme if I have to. You can't tell me that that doesn't develop trust and incredible support. I can't imagine the type of endearing feelings that those people in Ukraine, those 40 plus million people in Ukraine, hearing that statement, I can't imagine the resolve that 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 grew up into their hearts and in in the, and as they're thinking about this, the resolve and the the all out. I, I guess it's just a, just a I guess resolve is the word that I keep that I keep coming back to of saying, oh, by gosh, if our leader is going to go down with the ship, of, of a, as far as a naval analogy, then by God, why can't we? So. Point number one, if you're wanting to get someone to follow you, you show them that you're willing to go wherever they have to go. You need to show them that you're willing to take it to whatever extremes are necessary in order to to fulfill and to win and to find victory. That gentleman will get you followers every time because you're showing you're not a fake. You're showing you're not someone that speaks something and does something else. You are the real deal. Number two, I did an episode a while back about the sheep, the wolf and the sheepdog. And I had always thought about something that I never mentioned in that episode. And as it relates to Zelensky and his desire to stand and fight, it sort of resurrected that episode. And I'm able to clarify something and add something to that, that I wish I had said in that series or in that episode, I had mentioned sheep are the ones that are, that are going to be the sheep in the world, which are people that our sheeps are the ones that the wolves prey upon. You got the sheep, which are the people. You got the wolves, which are the bad people, right? They're coming in and they are taking advantage of hurting and killing and you know pillaging and destroying the weaker, uh, the sheep. And then you have the sheepdog. And the thing that I found interesting in Zelensky's comment and what immediately I thought of as a sheepdog is a sheepdog goes into the fight. A sheepdog goes after the bad guy, he stands, he or she stands up to the bully, will take on the challenge. It's almost a David and Goliath sort of scenario here. The sheepdog is not afraid, even though 
the sheepdog knows there is a chance that that wolf could kill him or her. It doesn't matter. He is representing the greater good as Zelensky is doing and as Zelensky is showing right here in front of our eyes among billions of people that are watching this play out. Him standing there saying, I don't need a ride. I need to stand here and fight is another example of what it looks like when you need to stand up against those people, against those circumstances that are coming at you that are not supported and that are not, it's not truth whatsoever. And and you are being completely and utterly taken advantage of. And here's the third point. I was thinking about when Zelensky made that comment, I thought to myself, well, dude, you know, you're sort of overmatched, right? I mean, Russia's huge. You know, like I said, Ukraine's got 40, maybe 45 million people if if they're lucky. Russia is well beyond that as far as population. And for all intents and purposes, every, most of the people in a lot of countries sort of feel like it's a foregone conclusion that Russia is going to ultimately take over. But I found it interesting as I was thinking about Zelensky making this comment to America and to the world, he, because I thought about this, I thought, well, what if he does die? I mean, what, how awful is that going to be? What, you know, I need, I don't need a ride. I need to stand here and fight. I need ammunition. Well, then what if he, man, what if they take him out? And then something occurred to me. I thought about, it, it wouldn't surprise me if the people of that nation, if they were to hear that, might rise up even with more vigor and with more aggressiveness and with with more strength and resolve in them than even what they have now because now it's played out right because we were we were willing to follow you Zelensky I'm sort of I'm thinking in terms of I'm a I'm a Ukrainian and I'm and I'm I'm thinking about my leader and my leader has said this and okay, man, I'm out there and I'm going to do my, do my part. And, and from what I understand, there's, there's just, there's farmers, there's just regular, you know, everyday folks, they're taking up arms, they're doing what they can. They're fighting every way that they can, which is just miraculous. It's just amazing to see the resolve in these people. And I believe it's from their leader, at least part of it, but to see then their leader go down, their leader falls during all of this, it wouldn't surprise me that that would even intensify the desire and the resolve within you, the Ukrainian people to fight even harder. Well, what does that say? That is how you're leaving a legacy as a leader, you guys. That's what it means, at least partly what it means to leave a legacy when you are willing to go all the way to the edge of the cliff, and then if it's required of you, fall off of it. That is what those people will remember. They they will see the strength and the resolve and the power, the authority, the, the unwavering discipline to stand strong in Zelensky, even if it's unto death. Now, there are, in most of our lives, guys, we're never going to face this. We're never going to come up to circumstances such as this. Let this be a lesson to you. Let this be a teachable moment. If Zelensky, 
the guy that is under siege and might his very life in his family's life be taken from him can stand in the middle and in the gap between the army of darkness and what's coming at him and his people. Guys, we can do that in our lives. In the challenges that we're facing, we can stand strong. We can come up against the darkness, the evil, the things out there that are trying to take us down and use this as inspiration to say, I can do anything if I put my mind to it and I have a little good luck from the good old Lord upstairs, right? And get some people around me and let's go for it, you know? But I wanted to bring this to you today because there is, there's so much more in this. We could, I could talk for hours and unpack a lot of this, but those were some initial takeaways as I heard him say that. And let me, let me finish this episode by repeating what he said. The fight is here. I need ammunition not a ride. And for those of you that are listening overseas right now that are maybe closer to this conflict than what we are in America, we say collectively, stay strong. This podcast is intended for informational and entertainment purposes only. Views and opinions expressed by guests are not necessarily those of the host. Please seek the advice of a trusted adult or qualified professional on matters specific to your needs. 